outside agitators of sports and culture. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hello. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman, episode 143. Is that right? Yes. Yes. How are we? Doing all right. Feel good. Look good. Look good. High tea. Ready to uh, convey my opinions. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's talk some sports. Ready to cancel some things? All right. Well, let's just jump into it. Let's just do it because uh, no, you know things are pretty wild right now. Let's not let's not chit chat. Let's start canceling. Hey, Robbie, right. how about how about some sports? How about it? Uh, hey, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but a group of uh, black NFL players uh, it appears they forced uh, the NFL's hand, forced Goodell's hand in in making some statements recently. Um, that's a good way to put it. Some statements. <laughs> <laughs> so there, they essentially, it was, um, a zoom video of, uh, uh, um, Michael Thomas, Patrick Mahomes, Tyron, Matthew, Ezekiel Elliott, Odell Beckham, Jr. Jarvis Landry, Deshaun Watson, Deandre Hopkins, Jamal Adams, and Saquon Barkley, uh, took turns speaking, but they essentially said, Um, It's been 10 days since George Floyd was brutally murdered. How many times do we need to ask you to listen to your players? What will it take for one of us to be murdered by police brutality? What if I was George George Floyd? I am George Floyd. I am Breonna Taylor. I am Ahmaud Arbery. I am Eric Garner. I am Laquan McDonald. I am Tamir Rice. I am Trayvon Martin. I am Walter Scott. I am Michael Brown Jr. I am Samuel DuBose. I am Frank Smart. I am Philip White. I am Jordan Baker. We will not be silenced. We assert our right to peacefully protest. It shouldn't take this long to admit. So on behalf of the National Football League, this is what we, the players, would like to hear you state. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit wrong in silencing our players from peacefully protesting. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. Yeah, and he came out and said almost all those things. Yeah. Uh, It was, I don't know how they did it with that video, but I tell you what, I could smell the onions because my eyes were just watering. So they must have had some sort of new technology that... (laughs) Smell-o-vision. Just smell-o-vision or something, because somebody was cutting onions in here. It was very powerful when they, for me personally, that they put that out, and it was even more so powerful that they were able to enact that new response from Roger Goodell after he put out that that uh, I know how I'd say it off the air but that weak statement yeah. uh, days before where he basically made the comment about it was a tragic death never said the name and never said how that uh, uh, George Floyd died um, just kind of skirted around the issue. Never made comments about Colin Kaepernick or any of the other players who peacefully yeah, how they blackballed him. How they blackballed him. None of that was mentioned. So the fact that they could come out as quickly as they did, put this together, it was 
very emotional, very powerful. And within the next day, Roger Goodell came out and made the made the statement and and used a, I think two of the three things they requested uh, from him to say. Um, so good on good on them. Screw Roger Goodell, but good on them. Yeah, you can take his fifty five million dollars a year and hit the road. Here's the question: When uh, the when the season starts, do you think Goodell's going to take a knee during the anthem? No, because in 2018 they made that rule that you either have to, which they haven't revoked, that you either have to be standing uh, for the anthem or you have to be in the locker room. So they've taken away the right to peacefully protest. And for those people who are saying uh, that, you know, I I you know, there's there's peaceful ways to do this. There were players who were peacefully doing this, who mm-hmm. were making the statement before we had, when we had less video than we do now. But this has been going on for a long time. Uh, so no, he's not going to take a knee. He works for 32 uh, owners. He doesn't work for the players. Right. While he understands that that his product comes from the players, he ultimately does not uh, does not speak for them and owes them, in some respects, I think he thinks he owes them nothing. No, um, he's the owner's hatchet man. That's all yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. So he's not going to do it, and he's not going to take a knee. Nobody's going to take a knee. It's, it's ridiculous. It still makes me mad. I'm probably, uh, yeah, I didn't like the people who said, oh, I'm not going to watch the NFL because Colin Kaepernick is peacefully protesting, but I'm close to not watching the NFL because it just irritates me. And the, yeah. the owners irritate me. Well, I mean, Snoop, the team in Washington did post a black square the other day on Twitter. Yes. So. Unironically. Did they unironically. really? Yeah. I missed that. Oh, oh my yeah. God. The Twitter shouldn't comments. They have, shouldn't were... they have posted a red square? <laughs> the, the, twi- the Twitter comments were pretty great. One of my favorite. Oh, I can only imagine. Basically, like, Hey, how about this? Keep the name, but just change your logo to a potato. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that works. You want to be the Redskins? Your mascot's a potato now. Yeah. And you can serve all kinds of fries and loaded mashed potatoes. Oh yeah. Why not? We can send Dennis Chu over there to sample all the potato. Oh yeah. Fair. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be great. It's incredible. I have a hard time with this, especially with people who have already made statements to the contrary. And, you know, Daniel Snyder has made this time and time again that he's not going to change the name, even though it's blatantly racist. (laughs) Uh, That I have a hard time that this is just coming out as like, uh, it's performative. All of these statements are performative. And it's because, as I've said before, again, differently off air, but once you start messing with people's money, once you start messing with millionaires and billionaires' money, yep, then they're gonna go ahead and kowtow. And that's it, what, the, yeah, that's how this, as far as I'm concerned, that's how this has to proceed. Nothing is going to change in the hearts and minds of these owners and these people in power. This is economic at its base. That's it. This is a business transaction. This is a business deal. This is, like Snoop said, kowtowing to 
the vibes or or the the uh, the current events. This has nothing to do with anyone's principles in terms of ownership or anything. I'm convinced of that at this point. I mean, Jerry Jones came out. You know, remember he came out when the kneeling all started happening. Said no cows. Uh, no Dallas Cowboy will ever kneel. Mm-hmm. We're going to yeah. see him kneel this year. We'll see. Yeah. He's still been quiet. Des Bryant's come out and in favor of him. But it's it's bringing to light a lot of the silent protests or the uh, that have been going on for quite some time, like um, Deshaun Watson and uh, DeAndre Hopkins came out and called on Clemson University, uh, 2018 national champion Clemson Tigers, to change the name of their honors college from the Calhoun Honors College uh, because it's named after John C. Calhoun, who was a, who, who enslaved people. 70 to 80 persons were enslaved on his plantation. Uh, and he, I think it's part of the college is built on that former plantation. And he said uh, that, uh, who said this? DeAndre Hopkins said the reason that he doesn't say Clemson University when he introduces himself before games, like on those, the, you oh, know, on the ones Sunday night probably, or Monday night, whenever that is, yeah. Is because of the name of wow. the college. That's Dude, why he doesn't John C. Calhoun, say. John C. Calhoun is, looks insane. <laughs> he's, one of those, he's one of those people that, you can definitely judge that book by its cover. I remember getting, sorry, I'm, I'm going to go off on a John C. Calhoun rant. I remember, you know, the Ken Burns Civil War series. Oh, yeah. Yes. There was a book that accompanied that, a big, thick Civil yep. War book. Yep. And uh, I think my dad or mom got one uh, through work. And so we had this giant Civil War book. And so I was looking through it. And I just remember seeing a picture of John C. Calhoun in the book. I was just like, this is not a good man. So, yeah, (laughs) Uh, the dude had crazy eyes. Yeah, we should know. Literally every photo or painting of him, he looks insane. Uh, Is this Vice President John C. Calhoun? Mm -hmm. That is correct, sir. Oh, yeah. He looks crazier than Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, that's exactly. It it looks like uh, Andrew Jackson on a Faces of Meth poster. Definitely the same artist, don't you think? And the time frame (laughs) would be right. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he was was Andrew Jackson's vice president. Yep. Yep. Oh, so. Yeah, Hopkins came out and said, "I." John C. Calhoun, you're canceled. (laughs) (laughs) You're done. Uh, He's over. I have unsubscribed from your Instagram feed, John C. Calhoun. No longer stand for this. Uh, Yeah, he said, "I felt this oppressive figure during my time at Clemson, and purposely do not mention the university's name before NFL games because of it." Wow. I mean, that's been going on. He's what, six years in the league, seven years, in the league, 2015 to so six At least, years. In the league. Yeah. And hasn't been doing that. I mean, that was just a small. He's just felt this and never felt like he could say anything. Where yet, Dabo? Where yeah, yeah, Dabo. Well, you know where Dabo's at. He's at Chapel telling us all lives matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, eating pizza yeah. and ordering pizzas for everybody. Yeah, yeah, all pizzas matter. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? That's a statement I could agree with. You can get behind. As someone, who's, power. Not, as someone who's, ha- who's not had a pizza that's not been made in my house for the last, like, three months. Uh, that's true. I haven't either. Why haven't you guys been ordering pizza? Man, you can, man you can order a virus from a pizza box. I'm not going to die because I ordered Domino's. I'm not going to make these poor souls go and get infected by other people. I can cook at home. Anyway. Yeah, but you know what you can do? You still got to get that from somewhere. There's a great little restaurant. It's pretty local. You may not have heard of it. Papa Murphy's. <laughs> you can go there. I don't go to the Anderson Papa Murphy's. I drive about 45, 50 miles to this Papa Murphy's. It's my favorite up north. It's a better Papa Murphy's. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take the toll road, but you'll get there. Yeah. Uh, Causeway. Uh, yeah. You can go there. It's just like going to the grocery store, except all your groceries are already on fresh-made dough. You just pop in the oven. 425 for 8 to 12 minutes, unless you get the cowboy pizza. That's a little thicker. you got to keep it in yeah. a little it's those olives. And another nice thing about Papa Murphy's is you can cut it any way you want, which includes the party cut. We're talking about party cut? cut. Yeah. It is a superior cut. cut, without doubt. Okay. Just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. So We need to run that by Dennis at some point. Party cut Ooh. versus triangular slices. What's the, what's the, what's the non-party cut called? Wrong. <laughs> Wrong cut? It's the Wrong. Ninja Turtle cut. Ninja Turtle you cut. Did. You did it wrong. So anyway. Yeah. So do we want to go back on the team from Washington? I mean, this is just oh, the irony. The, no, the I mean, it's, just, it's just more ridiculous from that. I will, I will say that I am encouraged that uh, how supportive Black, Life, Black Lives Matter movement has been for the indigenous culture. Like this is I, – I, I wouldn't necessarily say that they get equal coverage, but native people are getting a lot more attention – now than they have gotten in in the past for sure and that's encouraging mm-hmm. definitely i well, don't here's my here's my question about team from washington this is always my question when these things come out just why like more why but then also <laughs> more so how like these have to go there there has to be a vetting process that goes through this that this goes through, right? Like there has to be somebody who looks at it. Aren't they just like super old? Well, yeah. I mean, that social. If you're on that social media team, you're between a rock and a hard place. Because grandfathered like, in. Oh wait, every every team, every other team is. Oh, I'm Black Square. Yeah. So I like we we sh- we if we don't do it, we're going to be called out. But if we do do it, I mean, obviously we're going to get roasted. So. They you're not roasted. No, no, no. You're not between a rock and a hard place. You're between not being a racist and yeah. being a racist. Okay. And I mean, yeah. Being a racist by keeping the name and then going ahead and being completely oblivious to the fact they're racist. No, as we said, the name is not the issue. They could become potato and everyone would be fine with it. I don't know if everybody would be fine with it, but it would be hilarious. It would be so funny. It would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so we've we've canceled we've canceled uh, the team from Washington and John canceled C. John C. Calhoun, uh, Jerry Richardson. Uh, you're next. Uh, you canceled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't know who this guy was until uh, you know we talked we talked about him and uh, I, I I I looked up the terrible statue of him 
They should they should have removed that for just being an embarrassment. That's just a bad statue. But they could. I think that they, should, they couldn't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, honestly, if you want to make this guy look bad, leave the statue up. That's a bad statue. First off, how does he have a statue? Jerry Jones, the megalomaniac that is Jerry Jones, doesn't even have a statue. Mm-hmm. How does this dude have his own statue? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. So Jerry Richardson, <laughs> just so everybody's caught up, he was the uh, original owner of the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte up until 2018 when he sold the team to David Tepper, who was a minority owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Was that a forced sale? It was a forced sale. He had to sell his Steelers to be able to buy the Panthers. Yeah. So uh, the how he got the statue, I think it was – I can't remember if it was 23 or 2013 or 2015. I was just reading this today that the other minority owners of the Carolina Panthers bought this for Jerry Richardson as a gift (laughs) for him. And it's huge. I mean, how come you guys never get me anything that night? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's massive. Yeah. It's huge. And I think part of the reason they did this is because he got in the early in the like between 2010 and 2015, somewhere in there, he got really sick. Like, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I think that they were like, yeah, Jerry's probably not going to make it. Yeah. Let's buy him a statue. So did they think he was going to die before they made the statue? Like they promised promised him a statue, but they thought he would die. And then when he didn't, they're like, I guess we actually have to make the statue. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, probably. He called their bluff. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what pulled him out of it too. He's like, "Oh, like, yeah, a statue! I got to live to see my statue." Yeah. I get these cool giant uh, fantasy novel-looking panthers surrounding me. Uh, okay, it's a little Joe Exotic, is it not? I will say this: the I'm not convinced. So here, either here's the deal. Either yeah, two me. different sculptors yeah. made this. They had a cat guy and a person guy, a person sculptor and a cat sculptor. Oh, are these different veins of sculpture? Or, or, or it's the same. Or it's the same sculptor, and the sculptor just happens to be really good at big cats and really bad at people because the cats look awesome. Mm-hmm. That's true. You never saw Michelangelo or Donatello do a cat. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're they're just rippling, rippling, bulging muscles, just ferocious looking. Like these these things look mean. And then you've got uh, this old man who looks like his head was uh, <laughs> attached at the wrong angle. Uh, taking just an awkward step forward as he holds out a football. Yeah. Um, I think this statue, because they just removed him, they left the Panthers. Good. I think they should keep it that way. This is a good statue now. And not only that, it's now going to be an Instagram hotspot because now you can go up and stand where he used to be and get your photo taken between these two cool-looking cats. Or what and if they put a Pokemon on that thing? And, and you can do that while not being a racist prick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guarantee. Pretty, I guarantee cool. that statue's a pokey stop for sure. 
Yeah. So in 2017, uh, the, you're not the only person. Let's go to the Panthers first. You're not the only person that has said, "Boy, I hope they keep the Panthers because those are, <laughs> those are badass." That was that was a constant thread in the Charlotte Observer. Like, please just keep the Panthers. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're super cool, uh, yeah. and they have not been fixed. Yeah. So secondly, Jerry Richardson, like in real life, IRL has a weird body. There was oh, a commercial. Let me look this yeah. dude up. There was a commercial that he did. I can't remember if it was for Gatorade or Nike or if it was just an NFL commercial where he was driving the bus, which being that he's a racist, of course, he's the white guy on the bus letting in the players. But he has, uh, I'm pretty sure he has like a Don Cherry neck where it's very, very small and he wears very, very large round collars to cover like. What's he got, like a 19 and a half collar? Yeah, like, yeah, on like a 16 and a half neck, but it's like a stiff collar, so it just covers it all up. That's what it looks like to me. So I think he's just like a weird-looking dude in general. You know, actually, after looking at photos, I got to say, maybe this was just a good sculptor who made this. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. And it's just like, <laughs> like Jerry Richards is just a yeah. bad person. He actually kind of captured his whole... It was so realistic, it made his sculpture look poor. The crease that goes... <laughs> The crease that goes from the, either side of his nose under his eyes all the way down past his chin. Mm -hmm. Who has yeah. that crease? Dude, you yeah. guys are uh, only, only this guy and uh, ventriloquist puppets. Uh, side note, uh, real IRL, he's six foot five. So this statue was 12 foot 10. So it was, it was a, oh a 2X Jerry Richardson. Yeah, didn't know that. Dude, huh. those Panthers are sick. Yeah. So the reason that he had to sell the team is because in 2017, there was some allegations, December of 2017, so late, some allegations came out about uh, some sexual misconduct within the office. Uh, so this was at the height of the Me Too movement, along with some allegations of some racist remarks, especially to uh, the black scouts in the, in the uh, office. So all of that came about. That's why Tepper came in with his $2.25 billion, which he had just sitting around in his hedge fund, Appaloosa, bought the, bought the team, and within the contract, according to David Tepper, he could not remove the statues, that he's contractually obligated to leave the statues outside of Bofa Stadium. Wow. So that's what, yeah, that's why they stuck around until now. But my my general consensus is, or my my feeling is, if you, if a city or a state is in a position where they have to remove a statue out of quote unquote precaution because some protesters are going to tear down that statue of this racist guy then maybe the guy shouldn't have a statue. Like, that should be kind of like the baseline for should you have a statue. It's like, well, are you a racist prick? Yeah, well, okay, then no statue for you. I don't, yeah. think, that's, I don't think that's hard math. I that's a good rubric. That's a good <laughs> box that you should have to check or not check for a right. statue. Right. Yeah. Like, once this happened, I'm like, why are we keeping the Jerry Richardson statue? Hey, dude, 
America's statue game is in trouble. They're coming down like hot dogs. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Look out, statue. We coming for you. And look, I'm a proponent of public art. But if that's got to go, it's got to go. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They're, I heard they're, uh, they're aiming for Teddy Roosevelt now as, as uh, uh, um, a, I don't know what you would call it, uh, outreach to the indigenous um, people. Oh, really? Yeah. So <clears throat> people are telling me I'm hearing. Well, hey, that's all we I'm got on, these days. Did you get this I'm, on your Antifa uh, hotline? It was, yeah. yeah, well, my Antifa read it. Your Antifa uh, pager? Yeah, exactly. No, the, the the live in person meetings. That's right. I yeah, that George puts on. George Soros, have you heard of him? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm still waiting for my check. Yeah, me too. Uh, well right, we in got? other news I'm uh, feeling hot. I'm feeling hot. I know. I'm loving this energy right now. Well, <laughs> let's move to the world of racing. Energy. Uh I've got a headline here. Black Lives Matter takes a left. What does this mean? Fill me in. So NASCAR has has uh, banned the Confederate flag from all of its events and properties, which to me is a bold move for NASCAR. So they, they said the presence of the Confederate flag at NASCAR events runs contrary to our commitment to providing a welcoming and inclusive environment for all fans, our competitors, and our industry. Bringing people together around a love for racing and the community that it creates is what makes our fans and sports special. The display of the Confederate flag will be prohibited from all NASCAR events and properties. So, yeah, I got this. Also, that's racist as Hell yeah. I agree. Why can't people just say that? Why can't they say that? I'm not well, flying it. So this is a this is an example of me saying they, not we, as white folk. But like that's them. That's not this one's not on me. This I'm gonna I'm gonna follow this one because this one is really interesting to me because this could be this could be quite problematic for NASCAR. I think it will be quite problematic for NASCAR. Oh, there's going to be pushback for sure. Oh, yeah, man. Big time. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with it. For sure. So what are they going to do? Because I've, I've read this in a couple of places that they're saying it can't be on any... That they're going to ban it as far as like bumper stickers and everything. You cannot come in with any mm-hmm. sort of any uh, anywhere in their events or properties. Yeah. Yeah. So that's if you, what I mean, man. Like if they if they can enforce it and toe the line, this is going to be interesting. So and, what do you? And this this is combined with Bubba Wallace. Yep. Uh, the number forty three car. Uh, I think tonight. Is, is running tonight. a uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, uh, he's. A, he's uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't follow NASCAR hardly at all, but I'm pretty sure he races for Team Petty, Richard Petty's team. Mm. And, and yeah, he's the he's only got the black, black driver Lives in NASCAR. He's the first full-time black driver I read today since 1971. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and uh, hey, good on Richard Petty. They're they're rolling out the or they did roll out the Black Lives Matter car tonight. Mm. And he wore an I can't breathe shirt before the race. That's right. But he yeah. did I read he did not take a knee during the anthem. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, yeah, the yeah. front the front has uh, a, a a white hand and a black hand, uh, kind of in a handshake, and then it says compassion, love, understanding, and then on the uh, back above the rear tire it says hashtag Black Lives Matter. So how are and they going to handle this with the Confederate flag? Like the flag in Mississippi has what do they call it? The stars and bars? Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah that has that Dixie flag, at least in like the upper corner. And there's oh, other that's states, right. That's right. There's other states that have that. How is that going to be handled? Mm. Hey, flag designers are about to get paid. Uh, what's that called? There is, a, there is a term for the study of flags. I forget yeah. what it's called. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to handle. Uh, well, even Alabama has it. I mean, it has the red X. You know, the, mm. a lot of the southern flags, if they don't just full tilt have the stars and bars on it, have things that kind of allude to the Confederate flag. It's a it's an amalgamation of all those state flags. Has anybody has anybody jumped on NASCAR's like official Facebook or Instagram after this statement to see what kind of pushback there? seeing already i think just, I, could, I guess I, i'm asking another way of asking is like are we just assuming that every uh every nascar fan is i'm like uh overtly racist or are we like oh are, no is this actually happening no where they're I, getting pushed back? i can legitimately say that i have never logged on to nascar.com or whatever the website might be I am just assuming that there is going to be a faction of people that are not not going to be too happy about this 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 latest occurrence. Rowdy, well, you're the I mean, the, a NASCAR a NASCAR truck driver and owner has already retired because of this. Wow, are you serious? Yep, uh, he it's Ray Ticcarelli. Uh, so long, Ray. He yeah. said, uh, "I don't believe in kneeling during the anthem, nor taking uh, uh, what." Well, he's not a good writer. Um, <laughs> it's been it's a fun ride and, dr and dream. Let me start over and see if I can get the drift of his his statement here. Well, it's been a fun ride and dream come true. But if this is the direction NASCAR is headed, we will not participate after 2020 season is over. I don't believe in kneeling during anthem, nor taken people right to fly whatever flag they oh so he doesn't believe in taking away people's rights to fly whatever flag they love so he that believes was, so let me get this straight i believe in he, the the freedom of speech yeah i don't believe that. in your right to kneel but i also do believe in your right to fly whatever flag you love Right. I, I believe in free speech when I like it, but I don't believe in it when... Ding, 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 ding. That's a snowflake, right? You're the liberal snowflake. You know, what's so interesting about this is why don't we see more of the Union Jack and all the... Remember the loyalists back in the day that were for the And they got beat down and lost the war and somehow we don't see the Union Jack flying everywhere. Well, that's, I not, know. that's not totally true because when minis came, when the Mini Cooper oh, came true. in 2001, 
I think there was that, a lot on the deck on the lid, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Okay. Yeah. So that was yeah. it. I don't know if that was that's a political thing. That's an import. That's a British company. Well, here's that's my question. True. And Reed, you've you've got Southern heritage. I would I would think that there's a lot of great things about the South. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that the South Certainly. can be proud of. Yeah. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. No, there's not. <laughs> uh, there, there's. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't understand clinging, clinging to this flag when all it does is for most of the rest of the country in the world just paints your entire part of the country in a negative light, mm-hmm. um, and basically gets you labeled as you know, ignorant hillbillies. Yeah. I I mean, it's uh, interesting to think about because I agree with you. There is plenty about the South. I mean, uh, that I, I remember talking to uh, my dad is from the West. He's from Arizona. My mom's from Alabama. And there was a conversation that my parents had when my sister and I were little as to whether or not we were going to use yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. All these Hmm. kinds of things. And, and my dad, being a Westerner, thought that that was kind of over the top, and my mom thought that was a real important kind of value uh, that came from the South, as well as cuisine and and the cotillion uh, um, tradition and all that. There are things that the South has that can and should be celebrated, in my opinion. It's just you got one big glaring hole in the middle of of your of your culture that is 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 and should be unacceptable to everybody as far as i'm concerned and and it is it's a strange thing what people hold on to the only thing that i've heard it the way i've heard it explained to me is that there is a segment of the southern culture that believes that that their culture has been disrespected or, or denigrated in some way. And, and it's hard for me to, to kind of comprehend that because you can make that argument for in any war. Well, is that, it like, is it a question of, then is it a question of honor? And I mean, is it a question of honor? Like they're just defending their honor to say, you know, you'll, you'll never, take this thing that's i don't know intrinsic I, to me yeah that's that's I the only way that i can break my pride kind of thing that's that's i think the only way that you can kind of attempt to understand the southern pride or the or the dixie pride or however you want to talk about it is in those in in those terms but it is. It's. It's. There's a lot of interesting cultural things and phenomenon that come out of the South that could be celebrated and should be celebrated, but somehow that it's. It's seemingly always diverted back to yeah. the Confederacy or. It's got a cling. They just cling to that. Yeah, yeah. and I, I don't know. It's curious, and it's hard to know. I mean, it, it really. I mean, when. Uh, Snoop, you, I'm sure you've realized this with the time you've spent in, in the South. It is ever-present, and you know when you're in the South. It's not like when you go to... Yeah, when you go it's to, suffocating. 
<laughs> Illinois or Iowa or somewhere in the Midwest, you know, you can go basically anywhere in the Midwest or even when you get past mm-hmm. the Mississippi, Western culture kind of has its thing. California has its thing. Oregon, Washington have their thing. New England has their thing. Florida has their thing, Texas. But when you are in Dixie, you know you're in Dixie and and it is a, it, it still to this day is a really different world. It really yeah. is. It, it is. It's hot, first off, like miserably hot. There's not enough Papa Murphys. Maybe they're all pissed I, off because <laughs> it's so hot and, and humid. I think so, yeah. But, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. It, you do, it, it feels different. Um, and there Literally, is a lot that yeah. should be separated, celebrated. My question is, are we canceling it or not? Is the South canceled or are we just canceling Confederate flags? Confederacy is, count, is yeah, canceled. Confederacy, you canceled. Yeah, you canceled. You're done. <laughs> 120 oh, yeah. years later, you're still canceled. This is the second time later. you've been canceled. This time, more peacefully, but you're still canceled. You're canceled, yes. But I will take some collard greens oh, that's uh, and fried green. chicken. There's nothing better. Yeah. Um, nothing better. My you, can, you, can, you can keep the bald peanuts, but... Oh, yeah, bald peanuts? Oh, yeah. Put those, in, put those in on RC Cola or Grapey Co. and have yourself a day. No, you just put salted peanuts in a grapey co. It's delicious. <laughs> they're just, they're good. My, I still uh, eat that food. I still cook that food. It's awesome. Yeah. Those things can and should be celebrated. Yes. For sure. uh, we okay. just, I mean, let's not get too far into saying that, you know, a lot of those foods are, are uh, African in origin, but well, that's, that's for another time. Yeah. I, I think it's crazy, last thing I'll say about this, that it's 160 years, 100 and probably, what, 155 years after that, yep. the war ended, and it's 2020, and it's been a wild ride in 2020, but this is the year that we decide to do this? Like, this is the year NASCAR <laughs> yeah. decides to do this? Well, and where else has, has there been a, a, a such a large population of people that lost a war that are still, you know, bumping and jumping about their faction? You can come up with a better, with a better insignia, a better symbol for the South than that. But I just don't want to, yeah. I, it's 2020. Like, why didn't this happen? And I don't know. 1958, 1963, 1971. I can or think like of a lot of years. Like, this or could like have happened. 1970. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. At Appomattox, be like, yeah. we're burning them all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did the, North, didn't the North win? They're the yeah. ones you're supposed to be writing the history. Like, right. <laughs> the first line should be like, and then the North won. And also, the South had no flags. Well, it's that time once again. We are joined by our friend and food editor, Dennis Chu, to regale us with one of his stories in the seven feats of Yao. Dennis, welcome. Always glad to be here. Thanks, guys. Yep. You looking good? You feeling good? As as good as I possibly can feel at a time like this. (laughs) Fair, fair. That's fair. Well, Dennis, what do you have for us tonight? Uh, I, I decided to tell you guys a story about Yao Ming's current wife, and um, Yao Ming. Like, is this a is this like a a, a present day story? 
Does no, Neil know you're about to put his wife on blast? <laughs> no, everything I'm about to tell is actually a really sweet and romantic story in terms of how they met. Uh, it does get funny towards the end a little bit. Well, you Y'all can miss me with sweet and romantic. Yeah, I thought we were going to be like TMZ here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All the scandals. <clears throat> um, this is a guy who, you know, who's, who married essentially his college sweetheart, right? He's only had one girlfriend his entire life. They were both athletes. They both played basketball professionally in China ever since they were teenagers. And uh, when uh, when when they were dating, when he was chasing, you know, after her, uh, the dormitories uh, where they were staying at, you know, obviously all the girls staying in one dorm, all the guys staying in another dorm. <clears throat> she lived on the second floor with like six other girls, or five other girls. So there's six of them in, in one in one room, and he would go there. And her roommates, before they let her come out and, you know, go on a date with him, they used to hold her hot, hold her hostage and make him go buy them presents to in order to kind of as a bride to let her out, right? Just, you know, little little things here and there. Like a dowry. And, uh, I don't know what that means, but sure. You can't be it's using very big words. This is a very progressive story. Yeah, man. You can't you can't be using big words around me like that, Reed. <laughs> It's whole five letters. <laughs> I know some some of us uneducated folks here. So he would go buy them popsicles, where you know snacks and this and that, and order as a bribery to get them out. When he came here to the NBA, you know they were kids; they weren't making any money, right? Uh, the going away present that she gave him was a red yarn that he had tied around his wrist, just a simple red yarn. Isn't that the like the Kabbalah thing though? I have no idea. Like I don't I'm think sorry, is so. That, I, is that too long? Madonna ago doesn't have anything to do with this story, Snoop. I'm trying. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> Carry on, Dennis. <laughs> next, next time I talk to him, I'll ask him if he knows what Kabbalah is. So my guess yeah. is probably no. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know, red is a symbol of love in China. It's also you know a symbol of happiness, right? So. Um, they weren't married. They weren't engaged. They never had an engagement. They just, you know, had this, I guess, arrangement or whatever agreement that they had between them. So he never once took it off. You can't, first of all, it's not elastic. You can't take it off. And uh, he wore it for, you know, he obviously, you can't take it off. So he wore it for absolutely everything. And Rowdy, I think if you try to Google Yao Ming in terms of game pictures, every single one of the games he played in, with the exception of three, he had that on his wrist. If you were able to zoom in, if it's a high enough definition picture, zoom in, you can see on his wrist. And I'm going to use say, my computer's enhance feature here. Just just a moment. <laughs> let me, let me see what I can do. Carry, carry on. <laughs> so, hey Siri, enhance. Uh, and wait, including so the All-Star game. What, what year is it? Are you talking about uh, freshman season of the NBA? Uh, freshman, sophomore, freshman, sophomore, and you like his, his first three years in terms. Uh, yeah, first three years. Uh, when I had, uh, when I was, uh, when I was seeing him regularly, when we were talking regularly, that's when he had it. And I say all but three games because I accidentally ripped it off. Oh my! God. What? Because you're right. I just enhanced, and it's in a lot of these photos. It's, you ripped these must be off? pre pre yes. Dennis photos. Oh my gosh! No. What hey, you did throw a seven foot six haymaker at you? Oh yeah, he and I. I mean, I told you guys before. He and I fought pretty yeah. pretty regularly. So um, he's got the reach on you, Dennis. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's but a good trust idea. Me, I am a, I'm much faster, and I can certainly <laughs> hold my own. Yeah. You know, just I'm trying. So, just so we're clear, I'm, Dennis is on the record saying that he's faster than a professional <laughs> athlete. Okay. Hey, that's not that big of a claim. Have you seen people like Tom Brady run? Yeah, yeah. man. I'm, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure Vito can run circles around Barkley. <laughs> like Barkley now, or Barkley like peak Barkley. <laughs> Barkley now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Perhaps even a handicapped person can uh, run circles around Barkley now. Dude, I can run the bases faster than Babe Ruth. <clears throat> so <clears throat> right now, I never knew what this yarn <laughs> meant. Right, I never knew what it meant. Like I never, I never once paid attention to it until we were fighting one time, and I accidentally ripped it off, and he threw a big fit, and then his mom tells me what it meant to him. Right, and then you know. Obviously, I felt bad about it, and you know, we spent a few hours trying to replace it. We actually somehow stitched it back together, so we didn't have to tie it back together. And uh, it it wasn't until like I want to say a couple weeks later, where I had a conversation with them. We were fishing one time in Galveston, and uh, I was asking him about about this red yarn. And, uh, and he told me about it. He said, this is the last thing she gave me, he gave me uh, right before I left China, you know. Um, and he kind of, you know, he got a little emotional. And I felt really bad. That was the one time where okay. after five, I just, I felt, I felt like a jerk. So, um, you know, obviously they got married. They have a beautiful daughter together. Um, you know, when thinking back to our time spent together, if there's one thing I regret, um, which there really aren't any. Uh, this would <laughs> this this will be the this will be the one thing I regret. And and, and and you know, like all of our fights, they weren't over anything that were you know significant, were worth fighting at all. It was over something stupid. I came and tell you, I can't even remember what was over. But I reached over across the car to smack him. He you know he defended himself with his with his, you know, arm up like this. And, um, and I just caught a yarn, ripped it off. It was very unfortunate. Oh, it's oh, a heartbreaking story. I forgive yeah. you. Thank you. I, I don't. Mean, if it, if it means no. anything. I'm, it does. I'm pissed. Why would <laughs> you be upset? He finally threw that trash away, so you were doing him a favor. Like, he doesn't <laughs> no. wear it today. <laughs> no, he didn't throw away he, back then. He I'm married sure. her. Yes, <laughs> He wears no, a ring now, so he doesn't have to wear a yarn anymore, Snoop. <laughs> no, you did. Yeah, no, but you did, did, favor. did a favor. You did, a, you did the, the heartbreaking work of tidying up or whatever that book is called. You just, only you a did. few of my friends uh, from, you know, from the Indiana area has ever had an opportunity to meet him. Uh, there was a guy that we went to college with. His name is uh, his name's Kyle. And, Not uh, his real name. When, his name is Benison. Hey. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, when, when the Rockets came to Indiana to play the Pacers, he and I went to the game. And uh, Yao Ming still, he was at the time still kind of a little upset over this because uh, it was one of the three games that he was missing the yarn. And uh, my buddy goes up and asks him something, and he just completely ignores him, right? gives me the steer and uh and my buddy's like hey I, th I thought you told me you guys were friends i'm like 
Yeah, man, it's a long story. I'll tell you about it some other time. <laughs> so just send them this podcast and be like, hey, you know that thing I was going to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, that's yeah, a good man. story. Man. Thanks, man. It's, it pulls at the heartstrings, no pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> at the wrist strings, at the heart, really. At the heart yarn. <laughs> you know, for for him and his wife, right, I definitely felt, you know, this is a story that's, that's worthy to be cherished, you know, for two poor kids who, you know, growing up didn't really have much to have something like this kind of commemorate each other. You know, I think of that. I wonder if she wore one. I'm going to ask her that next time I see him. Hmm. Hmm. See if you can Google that, enhance that. <laughs> I don't think there's, you're going to be able to find nearly as many pictures of her uh, in game settings as you can of him. Yeah, uh, her her uh, Wikipedia is severely lacking for someone of her yeah. stature. <laughs> Stu, she's taller than you and I. Yeah, I know. She's six three. What? Yeah, she looks. Yeah. I, I looked her up. She looks so short. That oh my gosh. Well, of course. Yeah, when well, you're standing next to someone who's seven six. I know. I, mean, I know. That's insane. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh my gosh! I would one look like they're other, a little baby next to them. One of one of my other buddies, uh, since we can't use names here, uh, mm-hmm. but he's laughing at me. Huh? You can you can use names. They just can't be real names. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So, but he's laughing. It's Yao as well. So the first time you know he meets Yao, me, he's like he goes up like, "Hey, guess what? My last name is Yao too. I think we might be cousins." He didn't find out. Along that. with like what fifty million other people. Probably yeah. at least. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I found a picture where she is wearing it. I never Are knew that. Boom. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you guys. That's wild. Yeah, I, I mean confirmed. Can, can confirm. <laughs> there you go. You guys learned a secret about both of them today that no one ever knew before, so that's awesome. Good not form. even, not even good, Kyle. Good six foot of Yao, Dennis. <laughs> yes, good one. Well, Dennis, thanks for sharing. That is an excellent That's story. Nice. Really took me on an emotional roller coaster, but glad we ended up in a good spot. And uh, thanks again. Always glad to be here, guys. You guys stay safe. Yep. Take care, Dennis. See you guys. Well, boys, looks like we got a time for about one more headline. Where are we going? Maybe we should revisit uh, Lenny Dykstra. Um, oh, actually, you know what? I do oh. want to say, I want to make a correction. Maryland did not secede. They were a slaveholding state. So they were definitely racist, and, but they were not, and they were co- sympathetic to the Confederacy. They were not a Confederate state. I just want to put that out there before we get fact-checked by Dennis Chu. And wasn't West Virginia uh, never seceded either, right? I believe so. Kentucky, yep. same boat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I think I'd like to revisit uh, Lenny Dykstra. Is this the uh, Lenny Dykstra uh, Ron Darling lawsuit? Yes, because oh, this is this is a beauty. Hey guys, buckle up. Here we go. So, <laughs> yeah, give me some back. Give me some background about Ron Darling. Who is this guy? Uh, he was a pitcher for the Mets uh, in the 80s. Um, he wrote a book, I believe, uh, not, not too long ago. Yeah, he wrote a book, 108 Pitches, 
loose threads, ripping yarns, and the darndest characters from my time in the game. So he was kind of a middle of the middle of the order, middle of the uh, of your starting lineup kind of pitcher. Never really stood out, uh, but he was he was on Lenny Dykstra's team there when he played for the Mets. So that's really all you need to know. He's okay. a he's a truth sayer. All right. Say and so in this book, he described a scene where Dykstra uh, shouted, basically uh, shouted racist remarks at Dennis Oilcan Boyd, uh, who was a black pitcher for the Boston Red Sox uh, in uh, game three of the 86 World Series. And Dykstra uh, claimed that this story was libelous. Uh, and that it it tarnished the Mets' 86 uh, World Championship, branded him as a racist, was maliciously intended to attack him, his prowess as a professional athlete, and his ability to earn a living going forward, and caused him emotional distress and irreparably harmed his reputation. Um, but... This sounds oddly familiar to the files or the suits filed against Lenny Dexter by his Uber drivers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he said, Ron Darling said, I believe in his book, he was shouting every imaginable and unimaginable insult and expletive in his direction. Foul, racist, hurtful stuff. It was the worst collection of taunts and insults I'd ever heard. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, he. Lenny's the greatest. So now, well, hold hold your hold your phone there, buddy. I don't know if you want to align yourself with Lenny Nails Dykstra on this one. <laughs> no, I mean the greatest at spitting racial slurs, at least according to this guy. He was. Yeah, yeah, he's the David Duke of the Diamond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the alliteration that's not lost on me, sir. We're yeah. gonna get sued. We're gonna get sued by Lenny Dykstra. Bring it on. Hey. That's the best thing that could well, happen. So yeah, that's that that is true because essentially Lenny Dykstra comes at us. Our exhibit A is Lenny Dykstra. And we <laughs> that, that is that is true. So essentially, he uh, they essentially ruled that that Lenny Dykstra's reputation was so bad that it couldn't nothing that could be written about him could make it any worse it is essentially what they what they decided um they said uh prior to the publication of darling's latest book dykstra was infamous for being among other things a racist misogynist and anti-gay as well as a sexual predator a drug abuser a thief and an embezzler uh further dykstra had a reputation largely due to his autobiography of being willing to do anything to benefit himself and his team including using steroids and blackmail umpires um so yeah yeah so he just so the judge uh, if i could paraphrase basically said look you're canceled you <laughs> there's nothing he could do that could make his reputation any worse we haven't sullied your reputation you did yeah. that to yourself yeah, yeah. i would like to have been in that courtroom sir are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just, it's beautiful. It's That's hilarious. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. What happened I, to Nails? Something happened to this guy. Um, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was, on, he, 
was also on the uh, tail end of the Greenies culture. Yeah. So there was probably that. I mean, yeah, he's just he's amped. He's just amped yeah. and angry. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking, he's looking for something. So, yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I don't, you know, uh, I guess I would say I don't know if anything happened to him. I think he's just always been nails. He was born that way. Well, he used to, there was a story in his autobiography that he gleefully tells that, you know, he would put a huge just lip of chaw in for every game. And I think it was the Expos, because that would have been the same when he played for the Mets. They had, you know, all of these uh, teams at the time had these the AstroTurf, you know, yeah. that was just the carpet. Right, right. You know, it was just all what polyester or nylon or whatever. And they would ask him, hey, don't spit. Don't spit on there because, like, we can't get it out. Just don't spit. And he would just look at the field guys <laughs> and just, like, spit the whole thing out onto the field and then just, like, rub it in with his foot, with his feet. Why are you laughing? It's just, it's unreal. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's our buddy Nails, catch a falling star. Oh my God, yeah. I just uh, the Nails of Justice. <laughs> you know, to flip things a bit, though. No, no, we're not doing this. He's canceled. No, but just think, think about, think about it this way. I want to. Uh, when you've got Lenny Dykstra lemons, right you that. can make Lenny Dykstra lemonade. If you, if, <laughs> if 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 you've been legally established to have this kind of repu, uh, uh, reputation, you are tough as nails. You nothing can hurt you. Well, and it's literally, not literally nothing that anyone like. You cannot say anything to me that's worse than anything I've already done to myself. And is it not his obligation to maintain that? Exactly. Yeah, you've you've established this. This is your persona. Yeah. You get. I mean, he's obviously been owning it for years. But so, um, so in a lot of ways, you're saying this loss is a win because it just reestablishes him that yes. he's he's the biggest a hole in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like nothing can hurt you. <laughs> right. You're, you're right. invincible. Right. Yeah. It, it just it's it's just I would I would offer that to our friend Nails like that just it's it just take a step outside yourself and just look at this in a new light. This but could be it almost sounds like what you're saying is if I tie a bunch of cinder blocks around my waist and jump into into a lake and sink to the bottom, then I can't catch on fire. Yeah. Which is true, but I'm also dying from drowning. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it was catching on fire that you were worried about. Right. And, you, and, you, and you chose your own path. There you go. I'd rather, hey, I'd rather, I'd rather drown than burn. So, right. yeah. The path, the path of nails. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that wow. guy. This has been a good episode. High T. I like it. <laughs> I think we're all pretty fired up. Uh, can I ask a question? Another question about Lenny Dykstra? Yeah, sure. As, Rowdy, as your as our official Googler, does um, does Lenny have a Monica? Isn't that her name? Huh? Jose has a Monica, right? No, a Morgan. Oh, a Morgan. Does Lenny have a Morgan? Is there a Morgan we can reach out to on Lenny's side? Get him on the show. 
cancel I do not him believe he has I do not believe he has a girlfriend. Does he have a does he have a large online presence? Well, so I just looked up datings datingcelebs.com. <laughs> who is who is Lenny Dykstra dating now? He is uh, single. Okay. Ready to mingle. Uh and according to celebs couples, he's had at least one relationship previously. Mm-hmm. He has not previously been engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, Lenny Dykstra does not have a girlfriend right but now. But I believe he served three years in the pen, so that's got to count for something. Well, man, what a wild, wild story! Old Ron Darling, you know, made a pretty good life for himself as a pitcher, and he's out there doing like uh, some announcing and just bashing Lenny Dykstra, but not saying anything worse than Lenny Dykstra has already said himself. That's true. There you go. Is that it? We did it. That's it. That's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is? It's a little bit of a repeat, but it's got to go to Bubba Wallace, who is racing as we speak in the number 43 Black Lives Matter car. Congratulations, Bubba. Big win for you tonight, I'm just assuming. Well, that find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports, sports, sports pod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And we will be back next week. Hopefully, things will be uh, calmed down a little bit, and we can start talking about uh, our movie of the week. Oh, yeah. The yep. Battered Bastards of Baseball, if you want Check it out on Netflix. And it's free. we'll eventually get to it. It's on Netflix free with subscription. <laughs> and don't forget <laughs> to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? You canceled. <laughs> yeah.